0: From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community, this is Soulful Sundays. A weekly podcast of our five o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, rector of St. Mark's. Welcome.
1: In the time of King Herod, and opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. I I just returned from five days in Orlando, Florida at Universal Studios um, at the uh, Harry Potter world of wizardry and vanishing money. Um, I was amazed at how tightly I held on to my money and how quickly it could be taken from me by magic. Just... And as we were walking through um, Hogsmeade, and we were in Hogsmeade, like you do, and I was noticing that there were, I'm 51, she's fine, let her, let her do, don't worry about her. Um, I'm 51, and there were people older than I am now, walking around in uh, uh, Gryffindor robes, with wands, going up to places where you can stand with the wand and make things happen. And I was like, that, this is not real. This isn't real, Matt. it's not real. That's a story, that's a story. It's a good story, but a story. Why are you dressed like that? And I just had to laugh at myself because I had purchased a Gryffindor uh, scarf. And had it around my neck, one, because it was cold, but two, I'm in, in for a penny, in for a pound. I took the little quiz. I'm in Gryffindor. <laughs> my, my, my wife is, uh, is a ravenclaw, and we birthed two Hufflepuffs. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> but there we were. There we were. And as I look and wait, I, I'm sorry, real quick opinion, 200 minutes of your life to stand in line for a two-minute ride through Gringotts Bank. What? All came from a woman sitting in a coffee shop, writing it out, I believe, long-handed on yellow paper. From that moment, 20 years later, I arrived into this wizarding world of Harry Potter. I'm amazed, amazed. And as I was thinking about that and that we are in this is the season of epiphany and you all have arrived to baptize sage on the night that we celebrate the epiphany, what the epiphany being how God revealed who Jesus is to the world and the first people to really kind of get who he is after the shepherds and the angels are the magi and you'll know that's where magic comes from are the people who aren't in the in the in Judaism aren't really in the club as I would say inappropriately they were from the east and they arrive to discover who Jesus is and they they saw it in the in the sky and they bring gifts to this little baby and all through this next season, we're going to find stories about Jesus being revealed to people. Like, oh, you're who, that's who you are. You are the Son of God. So while I was thinking about how this one woman wrote this one story that created this amazing thing, I started thinking about the story that we celebrate, how this one life has influenced us for 2,000 years. I'm a, I'm a little overwhelmed. How one person can change the world. How one baby can change the world. And as I was sitting up here thinking, how do I bring the epiphany message to a group of people at 5 o'clock on a Sunday night? And I was watching a little girl dance. And I was thinking to myself, that's great. We should all dance we should dance more. I was thinking, who brought me to Jesus? Who was the person who was the epiphany for me? What was the moment for me where I went, Jesus is the Son of God? And I'm just—I like, have to go back. When was it? The seventh grade? Was it the seventh grade with this friend of mine named Mark Mazaré, who I'm still in touch with today. And as we're walking home from school, I played the bassoon, bad. He played the trumpet, good. And we're walking and I fell down. And when I fell down, I said a, a word that's, that's inappropriate for this room. And, and Mark looked at me and said, yeah, Jesus doesn't like it when you say those words. I said, "Well, Jesus doesn't play the bassoon and fall down." <laughs> was it that moment? Was it that boy, where it introduced me and revealed to me who Jesus is? Was it back further than that? Was it when the church Episcopal rallied around my family when my parents divorced? Was it was it when I was young, Sage at Saint Paul's Church in Waco? And I was handed over to a priest for baptism. Was it there that Jesus was revealed to me where the epiphany occurred and my mind was not sophisticated enough to really fully understand it, but that is the moment? Or was it tonight? Is epiphany always? Are we prone to an amnesia? To a forgetting And it takes a child to lead us. I believe with all my heart that Jesus is the Son of God. Came into this world and brought us good news. Good news, what's called of salvation. That we are saved from pain. We are saved from death. We are saved from ourselves. There is in this world healing. There is in this world forgiveness. There is in this world the ability to reach out and love those who are your enemy. It exists. It's a story, but it's not an amusement park story. It's flesh and blood. It's you and me. And the epiphany is to dance. So may your 2018 be full of epiphany. May every day be a new one where the Mark Maseret's and the baptisms and the dancing children and the wonderful church community and everything good and glorious in this world it reveals to you the truth that we proclaim that Jesus is the Son of God and worthy of all our dancing and praise. Amen.
2: Who should give him Should I hear i uh-huh. the
0: This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.